0: What's going on, podcast world? It's your man Terrence J. Welcome to Real Talk Podcast. Today's topic we're talking snow bunny crisis. I have a special guest on. I'm going to let her introduce herself.
1: What's going on, podcast family? This is Barika uh Sister Soul Speaks. I run a sister group where we discuss on everything sisterhood and
0: we also have dialogue with our brothers as well promoting black love all the time
1: what's going on brother t okay okay how you doing over there
0: i'm good okay okay now well let's get right on into it snow bunny crisis you know uh, uh this one of these topics that um you know i've been seeing floating around floating around and, and you know and i wanted to come to you um to get your, your your take on it. So what do you think about the whole Snow Bunny crisis?
1: Well, for Snow Bunny crisis, um, I pulled something specific out of there. Why do successful black men turn to white women? There are many reasons why there even is something dubbed as Snow Bunny crisis. Historically, during enslavement, our African brothers, the white woman, was marketed as the forbidden fruit, the untouchable. Well, that was until she decided to start violating our brothers in the same manner as her husband did our sisters. I choose the term marketed because much of what is entertaining our community is based on a marketing strategy. That is designed to prevent fostering black love. Our issues with each other, the black man and the black woman, are rooted in what every other culture has presented. We have gotten away from our foundation of supporting each other, holding each other accountable, and above all, taking responsibility for our actions. When we have these types of discussions, they tend to end up being black man against black woman each side is rooted in blame but neither side is taking responsibility for their actions or responsibility in the snow bunny crisis the snow bunny crisis has many dynamics one would be the historical connection that if a black man has a white man's prize his queen then he has achieved some level of equal status to the white man or Some black men tend to only want to struggle with a black woman, but as soon as success arrives, then he leaves her, taking all his assets with him. But for today's discussion, I'm just going to focus on my sisters. I am fully aware there is going to be some pushback from my sisters, but we have to be in a that allows us to take a hard look at ourselves. When we do this, change becomes easy. Sisters, we have got to have some hard conversations about our treatment of our brothers. We have to look at our behavior as one of the reasons our brothers choose to date everyone but us. We have to be willing to own our parts and address them in a manner that allows us to uplift ourselves. But first, uplifting our brothers and bring them back home. Our brothers have the entire world on their shoulders. When they come home, the last thing they want is to battle their woman. We have To have the last word, which leads us to conflict between our men. We have begun to look like every other culture but ours, the hair, the makeup, the body. Nothing on the sister's body nowadays is hers anymore. In fact, she has become the carbon copy of the white woman just with melanin. Another reason that our sisters, as sisters, we do not understand what provide and protect is we want our brothers to protect us but we are not willing to understand what that protection looks like or feels like we want our men to be high value brothers those who already come to the table with it already going on we struggle to understand the value of the brother who is building white women can see potential in brothers so she makes that investment And as sisters, we do not look for the potential in our brothers. We, as sisters, are competing with the white woman. We want to show her that we can do it better. So our hair is longer and straighter, even though it's not ours. We are more curvy. We can wear more makeup, but we haven't changed how we present ourselves. We still present that hard, tough. So-called strong black woman for our appearance. But inside, we would like to be held in the regard by our men, protected by our men, and most importantly, chosen by our men. Since we just got to hold each other accountable even when we know we are not being true to each other and we gotta let our brothers know there is no competition we are in this together and that we need to be willing to fix this instead of finding fault in each other now I would be remiss if I didn't address the brothers' role in this conversation. There's a large movement, large movement where brothers are being very critical of sisters. In some respect, we have been reduced down to body parts and how well we perform in bed. Some of you brothers have talked about all of our shortcomings, but you have yet to own your shortfalls. For example, brothers, you want to weigh, but you don't want to commit. You want a submissive woman, but you are not leadership material. You want to have multiple women, but you want a committed woman. I believe that all the differences we have with each other in relationships are based on our inability to not have truthful conversations when we embark on anything else in the relationship. So I'ma flip it
0: back to you, Brother T. Okay, okay. Um, I definitely appreciate you, um, breaking down the information. Um, in which I do have a few questions for you. Now you mentioned, um, the forbidden fruit. You know, that's a that's a that's a very powerful, um, word that when we think about the forbidden fruit, can you go into the little details about the forbidden fruit?
1: Yes. So during our enslavement times. Our black men were beaten, they were tortured to stay away from that white woman. That white woman was held in regard that she was the most important thing on said plantation. He was not to look at her, not to touch her. Even during the civil rights times, black men could not look a white woman directly in her eyes. It was considered the forbidden fruit. So a lot of this that our brothers are going through, when they have that Snow Bunny crisis, they have a deep psychological connection. If I have that white man's queen, if I'm dating that white woman, then it equals the playing field for me with him. So it becomes a trinket or status symbol per se because he has now arrived in the spaces that white men hold dear and
0: he is a boy yeah buddy let me see that boy where
1: is that boy show me
0: that grand boy sonny dylan laughing at sport laughing at me you know who the daddy of that chocolate baby is huh you do Well, who is it speak up it's my baby boss it's mine i'm the father of that baby boss boss i'm that baby's daddy any fool can see that baby belongs to me i want to differ that little rascal belonged to me proud to say boss i'm that baby's daddy I be
1: the paw boss. I'm
0: the paw that they're young and boss. I'm the peppy. <laughs> now let's fast forward a little bit. When you end up saying investment, uh, um, you know, when you know, the white woman, she see the investment and the black woman don't. Can you go in a little detail into that?
1: I can. I'm going to give you a couple of examples. I'll use Tiger Woods' wife as the first example. She was a simple housemaid she worked as a maid in a house she saw the investment in tiger now despite whatever he had going on she was going to stick it out and stay there with him because she knew if she got him then everything that goes along with him becomes hers as our sisters as we are in this dating world We want the brother to come to the table. He's got to already be successful. He has to already have it going on. We don't look at that everyday working brother who has a building plan, but we're not looking at that building plan. We want him to already have that money. He's got to have money, he got to have that bad car, he's got to do this, he's got to do that. He has to have all those things established. But that white woman is sitting back looking at that. Look at our athletes. How many times have you seen the athlete when he is in college and that white girl makes that investment in him? Then he goes pro and he has some sense of loyalty to her, but he has now taken that money out of our community because if something happens to him, it all goes to her. Our black sisters are looking at the athlete once he gets signed. She's not looking at that athlete while he just bouncing that ball practicing. She wants him to already be signed, already sign the deal. We have got to look at our brothers as building. And it's not even about an investment. I'm going to go a little bit deeper. We have got to start looking at our brothers as building brothers. If our brothers are building that community, we, then you and that brother become a power couple within the community. Back in the, the, the 60s, 70s, when our businesses were thriving, There was always a husband and a wife who ran that business, and they both invested time into that business. We have got to get back to the space where we are investing in that power couple instead of waiting till you get to a Beyonce or a Jay Z status and that's what we want to call a power couple. We can have a power couple if he's a truck driver and got his own rig and she is a teacher and she doing her own thing. But put keep putting together and keep building on that money, then eventually she's going to have her own school and or consultant service, and he's going to have his own trucking business. Look at the power that goes along with that. That's what we have to do as sisters. We are not looking at our brothers as an investment. And I know, I know, I'm just going to throw this caveat out there, because I got to throw my sisters a because I'm a sister. I know, it's hard. Some of our brothers are sitting at home. And we getting out going to work every day and he pushing buttons on that PlayStation. I know it's difficult, but since you have to encourage him and if you keep encouraging him and he still pushing buttons on that PlayStation, then that means that may not be the brother for you. And that's another podcast you and I have to have later down the line. Of
0: course, of course, uh, um, you know, which is which is a valid point on that, you know, um, and, and and for any brother that's, that's sitting on the couch playing PlayStation, you know, hey, you're less than a man. But like I say, again, you know, you know, that sister has to encourage him. And if, if she if he don't want to uh, uh, get up to do it, then again, you know, hey, that's not that's not the, um, the, the brother for you. Now, let's look at um, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl was won. Odell Beckham, you know, of course, uh, he get hurt. They end up winning the Super Bowl. He celebrates, but out the whole time, nobody really knew that he had a snow bunny on his arm.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Now how do you feel about that situation?
1: Let me let me let me say it this way. gonna give you two examples and then i'm gonna come back to the brother first example when a brother gets a white mother, he goes out of his way to not engage not notice us although his melanin screams out for that sister so what i want to tell my sisters is don't think he ain't looking because he's looking because his melanin Screams out for him to be next to you and to be with you. But he goes out of his way to make his white woman feel accepted and feel that she has some level of superiority over the sisters. Another example is our brothers will get them. Now, many times when white women are dating black men, they can't take them home for Thanksgiving. He typically hanging out with his family, and he can't take she. He can't go home to her family. That's that's a typical. And if it ain't a typical, that means that's just a a very different family. But the typical is he can't go home to her family. So he's he hanging out with his family. She hanging out with her family. Now, black men will bring that that white woman and smack her down right into the black family and look for us to give her that acceptance that we would give a sister. No matter, because he'll say, well, it's not about color, that's who I love. But she will never... It's somebody in her family she would never do that with. And she'll say, well, my family is just not like your family. It's always some excuse. Now getting to the brother for for the Super Bowl, he may have kept her to the side because he wanted to keep his popularity with the black community that he had. And then now that he done won the Super Bowl and he's won the greatest athletic show that that power structure put up which is the super bowl and or a championship because he's won that greatest power show he now wants to display her as another symbol to say i'm equal to you
0: Mm. wow and it it makes me sit back and think about as well um after watching the game and, and, and seeing them celebrate that's what i seen majority of the brothers with snow bunnies that was out there because they made
1: those white women made that investment when those those brothers in college she made that investment and if he didn't get her in college. When he was playing pro as a rookie, she made that investment because the veterans, and why I'm calling them veterans, those are the white women who are already married to black men. Those veterans tell her, he's single, he has no babies, that's one you should go after. And that's why they have a whole recruitment process. We don't have that recruitment process. We, we, we're, we're not looking at that recruitment process because we're looking at a rookie as if, okay, if he get hurt, he ain't gonna have no more money. Then I'm stuck with him. We want him coming out that gate making millions. We want him coming out that gate. But that recruitment process that they have, they're sitting back saying, them veterans are telling her, that's a good catch. He has no children. He's sitting on the bench all this year, but hanging there with him, because he's going to make a good play and he's going to get out there. And she's encouraging him the whole time. When you get on that field, you try to get an interception. When you get on that field, you try to get a sack. You do whatever you got to do to make yourself noticeable. And the minute he gets noticeable, then she's got him in the bag.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Valid points on that. Um Even when I go back to um, RG3, RG3 was the same way uh, um, when he was playing at Baylor. Um, You know, of course, he had a white woman when he went to the pros. You know, that white woman was still was still there. You know, a lot of people bashed him, you know, but hey, that's what you know, I'm saying. That's what was right with him, you know, that that investment. So we have to look at it from a bigger standpoint of view, like, hey, if I'm sitting up here, Um, carrying the bricks you at least should be able to carry the shovel
1: well I agree with you Uh, there are a lot of us as sisters we look at marriage and that investment in life as a love thing he loves me and he's going to always be with me because he loved me but when divorce comes love is nowhere in that divorce marriage is strictly a business And when more of us start to look at marriage as a business, then we will start to understand that there's an investment that we are making. Now, I don't want women to get it confused and go out here and say, well, that brother got potential. He might have the potential for me to get a few dollars out of him. I don't want women to go out here and look at that that way. What I want women to do is when you find that mate, you need to look at that mate as is this the building mate that we can change our community? Because the ultimate goal of building with somebody is to change the conditions of our community.
0: Agreed, agreed, and it start and it starts with us, and it start with us um, having this conversation. Um, and I always bring up the fact about uh DDA. Um DDA what it stands for is um discussion, debate, and argument. Um, we have to get those three syllables and apply that to our conversation when we have conversations um with our black woman or or, or, or with the black man, um, because of all that I see now on social media is Man bash a woman or woman bash a man. When a man try to defend himself, a woman say, "Hey, you're over aggressive or passive in, in in these things or whatever." Um, but then he turned back around and fall into somebody else arms that listen to him. Now you a sellout. You did this. You did that. Your mama black. Why you go with that white woman? This and that and those things. Uh, um, but we try to reach out to you first. And so, with that being said, what some of the things that you think um, sisters can do to where we can be able to sit down at the table and have those type of conversations?
1: So, let's address your DDA. Okay. First of all, let's go back. When she meets that man, we're at the discussion point. Mm -hmm. One of the things I feel that is a breakdown in these relationships is that the discussion piece is not Happening early on Mm -hmm. Nobody's talking about their bottom line Everybody is caught up in lust Everybody's caught up in that Attraction And it goes right to the intimacy And once it hits The intimacy Then everybody feels like Well we'll figure it out as we go along Once you start figuring out as you go along You find out all of these things That you don't necessarily Like about that person But the problem is you didn't have those grounded conversations in the first place. Debate, the second D in that, in debate, we don't have healthy debates. We don't never have debates where we agree to disagree. Now I will say this about you and I's chemistry. We can agree to disagree and we still go do the next session or the next podcast and we're going to come back at it like nothing has happened. We have healthy debate. We have gotten away from having healthy debates because society says that you must agree and somebody is right and somebody is wrong. As black people, we are arithmetic people. We don't talk to be understood. We talk to be felt. And when we get away from talking to be so that's where our breakdown in the discussion comes because he can say, yeah, I heard you, but it's the tone of the, I heard you that decides whether or not she's going to continue the conversation. Now, when we get to the A of the argument, argument are two things. We are either arguing in a space where neither one of us are arguing healthy Or we're arguing in a space where we're arguing to get our normal debate out. Now, what happens in our relationships with each other, we get so caught up in, well, men, you didn't do this. Well, women, you didn't do this. And the whole conversation becomes a back and forth of what everybody did wrong. And nobody is taking any responsibility because there's so many. Look, Look at social media. How many pages do you know on YouTube that are dedicated to doing nothing but bashing men and or bashing women? How many groups that are out here that are doing nothing but bashing black women and then there is a whole nother level of groups out here that bash black men? Neither one of them are having a discussion a debate or argument. They're just all pointing out the shortcomings in each of our little groups. We have to get past looking at an argument as a way to focus on the shortcomings and start to have arguments that are healthy debates that lead to discussions.
0: Mm -hmm, Which I totally agree on that. Um, Do you have any um, closing remarks?
1: My closing remarks would be... um, We have to have truthful conversations and embark on bringing ourselves back to that black love. Black love is so revolutionary in our community. We have to get to a point where we are embarking on bringing back black love to the forefront and the center of repairing our communities. Until we do that, we're gonna always have these conversations about that brother sold out, and he went and got him a white girl. That brother don't like black women because he went and got a white girl. And everybody has a theory as to why the black man got a white girl. Here's mine. If that brother want to invest in his community, He's going to get somebody that looks like him and sounds like him. And no matter what anybody says, there is not another race on the planet Earth that can understand what a black man goes through better than a black woman.
0: So true. On my close remarks, I would like to give a shout out to Dr. Umar Johnson. He's definitely a brother that that pushes for black love. Um, Besides him and I, you know, I really don't see nobody else out there that's pushing for black love. So I definitely want to give him a special shout out. And on that closing notes, my name is Terrence J. And we out.